Hey everyone, and welcome back to Any Crack with me, Shannon Callahan. I'm raging. I just finished recording this episode and I, this is, look, I am still clearly learning. I'm such a novice still. I I hit the wrong thing for the speakers and so now I can't get the recording to play. Oh, that's so frustrating and I don't know how to fix it so I'm just re-recording. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of Any Crack. Uh, This is episode eight And I think, so for the plan that I had for the season, I think it was like 15, 16 episodes that I was planning to make it. So we're like halfway through, like with today's episode, we're halfway through season one, which is kind of crazy, but also like kind of love it. Uh, If you've made it this far, thank you so, so much for your support. Really appreciate it. I do have this week, I have a clarification that I want to make, so Last week, I I took on like a I tackled a pretty like heavy topic like it was a pretty hard topic. I asked on two of my friends who I knew could help me answer the question with um the weight and consideration that it deserved, and I did have somebody reach out to me about a particular part of the of the interview that we did and so I just wanted to make a couple clarifications on it so first I think it's important to know so when I was talking to Tim and Neha our recording was like two hours and I brought the episode to under 55 so I cut out a lot and I did that for a few reasons first of all I think I mentioned this in my intro episode that I was going to try to keep Episodes where I'm talking to myself, trying to keep them to under like a half an hour and episodes where I'm talking to other people, keep it to under, I think, well, my original plan was to keep it to under 45 minutes, but after how last week went to keep it to under an hour. And so I had to make a lot of cuts and I considered breaking it into two parts and just doing the whole interview in two parts, but I didn't do that because I couldn't find a natural breaking point in the conversation to get it into two parts and then we did go off on a few tangents and stuff and I wanted to keep it more in line with the question that was being asked and keep it within that scope so I cut out the bits where we maybe went off on a tangent and edit it it that way now maybe kind of in my editing I should have put a thing at the beginning or at the end where I like mentioned my editing process but I just just want to clarify that part that there was a lot that was cut out and so there might have been some times where the context of the conversation wasn't given its full weight because I had to cut something out but the basically the comment that I got the person who reached out to me was talking about the example they gave me was about the term new Irish and how for this person like it's not an othering or like derogatory term at all but for them is kind of a point of pride about like recognizing how far Irish people have come since since like independence in in forming an identity for themselves and building themselves up as an independent country after you know 800 years of British rule and they felt this person felt maybe Tim Neha and I lacked a cultural understanding or like historical context in our 
in our conversation that might have helped illuminate some of our thoughts around that comment and like other bits but I did just want to clarify and I, I'm not sure if it got edited out or if maybe it just like wasn't underscored as much as it should have been but like we did at, at multiple times in our conversation when we were talking make comments about how like there is a historical context and there is a difference and Tim actually at one point went on at length about how the teachings and and the approach to diversity and inclusion that Tim would have been used to coming from the U.S. he actually realized in coming to Ireland that it's not the same because there are different differences in culture there's differences in the way that racism presents itself here and the issues that are being faced and so he did kind of go on at one point about how he couldn't copy and paste it here it wasn't quite the same he did have to educate himself and I just want to like underscore that if it wasn't clear from the episode itself that like we we do recognize that there there are things that we don't understand because we're not Irish but like also Tim as a black man he knows racism when he sees it and his he did say in his telling of that story that like he heard new Irish and it kind of gave him a bit of a funny feeling but it was actually when the people who were talking carried on implying things about the person's race and like making comments about the person's race that caused him to link the two together and start to question that and so it was less about like what does new Irish mean and it was more about like who, who is Irish, who gets to be Irish, and why, um, and just kind of questioning that. So I like, I actually wrote out a big long kind of spiel because I do take this seriously. Like this podcast started out as a joke. Like it was me being hungover, like deciding to ask my friends to ask me a bunch of questions, right? But like I am enjoying it. I said in the first episode, like, oh, this is a curiosity project for me. I don't know if I'll enjoy it, but like I do enjoy it. And I do think I've struck on something really good here like I think I have a really good idea I think though what's important is to keep in mind the scope of the episodes as I've structured my podcast for the moment so like I don't pretend that this is like a history podcast I don't pretend that it's a it's anything but what it is. I answer a question that somebody asked me and I answer it from my perspective as an American living in Dublin for three years. I recognize that there are things that I don't know. I recognize that there are things and times where I may misspeak. I recognize that I want to bring on more people to make sure I have more perspective so that it's not just from my point of view and I just want to drive that home as well. But when it comes to issues of like race and racism, this is something that Neha, Tim and I, we did say, and I actually, I'm pretty sure I cut this out. We weren't saying in that, in that whole time that we were talking, we weren't saying, oh, America is like the most racist place and then Ireland's number two. Like we weren't saying that at all. What we were saying is that racism is present everywhere. We have learned in our experiences here that it presents itself maybe differently and there's different ways that it shows up and different obstacles to overcome in different places but there is a worldwide racism problem and we can speak from the two places that we've lived and Tim and Neha more so as people of color having experienced racism they can speak to when they've experienced it what it felt like and how for them learning the cultural differences learning like the different histories and all of that how when they experience things and I think Neha actually spoke really well to that of how one of the things that's been in, like interesting for her is that it's 
it's Irish people, it's Americans, it's people from other countries, all of whom can be people of color or can be white, and how everybody's experiences of racism are different and what impacts people is different. You know, a microaggression that might upset Neha is different than one of her classmates because of what what Neha comes with, what her, her past is and her history. So if you were uncomfortable with last week's conversation, you know, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. Like, what was it? You know, what was it that we were saying? If you're upset that three Americans are talking about Ireland and how it can be racist, like, sorry, but you're going to have to get over that because it can be and it is. But one thing that I do kind of have to like, this is the thing that I want to drive home, I guess, is like, when I say this is like, oh, for my spinoff, podcast like oh another topic for my spinoff podcast like I'm making a joke but I'm I'm also trying to make the point that like there is so much more that I can't cover in the scope of what this podcast is meant to be like this one I'm happy to cover like heavier topics but I want to do it in a way that like not everything has to be so historical or like serious I want to make sure that we're it's a communication and that it's a conversation as I would be talking to my friends which you know you got that insight last week of how Tim Neha and I talk when I'm talking by myself I'm talking as if I'm in conversation with my friends or like as I've said in past episodes like I'm talking to my mom it's not meant to be I'm not supposed to get into everything and I don't really think it's fair to ask me to because I'm fully aware that I couldn't do any of it justice in a half hour, in an hour, in two hours. Like I couldn't do that. And there are plenty of people who already are. And so maybe what I can do is in like the description, if there's a podcast or an Instagram or somebody that I follow who does cover the topic as their purpose, as their mission, I can start like including them as recommendations in my descriptions. But like this isn't a history podcast. This isn't like that's not my scope and so I know it and I try to include things when I can but I don't try to structure my show to be that way I try to make it like no this is observational like this is from my experience from my two eyes what I've witnessed and so sometimes yeah I might misspeak or make mistakes or misunderstand something but like that's kind of part of it so I just wanted to like clear that up that like I take the point of like new Irish not meaning the same to this person as it meant when Tim heard it. But I think also we do have to realize that like words can very quickly take on multiple meanings and things that originally were well-intentioned can be taken to be quite harmful and vice versa. You know, people are reclaiming words all the time that have been harmful, that sort of thing. So I think that's just as well something to be aware of that like, yeah, we can all have different interpretations of certain things but as Tim was saying in the story it wasn't so much the word when he was on the bus but it was the comments that came after so yeah so that's my clarification for the week basically to sum up was just like yeah this isn't like I can't always give the historical or cultural context like I try to as much as possible but I recognize that there's a limit and the scope of my podcast is such that it's not meant to be super in-depth and all of that if you want to learn more about those things I can start including like I can think of a few podcasts that would be great for talking about like race in Ireland there's great people to follow obviously about talking about America and racism kind of racism more broadly like there's there's plenty of of resources so we can you know and there's I'm sure 
plenty of resources for like learning more about Irish history and stuff like that. I continue to do that work behind the scenes. So trust in me that I am doing my bit, you know, kind of in my day-to-day life to learn more about the culture as I'm here longer and interacting with more people and to learn more about the history as I get into it and stuff with various jobs and internships and just curiosity that I have. So that's my that's my clarification. The question for today is um if you haven't guessed guys, this is an episode where I'm just talking by myself. <laughs> but the question for today is is food expensive if planning a trip should you cook in the Airbnb or go out reasonably? So I was kind of thinking on this one and I think the best way to answer the question is to just kind of give you a br- a breakdown of the cost of living and like cost of food and going out and stuff and then you can decide for yourself because I think we all travel differently and the importance of certain aspects of travel are different for different people so from this question alone like this person is planning to stay in an Airbnb I as a traveler still stay in hostels so like it's different and that's okay so I'll just give like a breakdown of cost and then you can kind of as you're budgeting, decide what you want to go for. A couple of caveats to that. First of all, I'm going to be giving everything in euro and I'm not going to convert it to US dollars. That is some some math that you can do. That is a Google search you can do on your own. (laughs) I'm not, I'm like, I don't have the energy to do that. But um, yeah, everything's going to be in euro. And then the second kind of point to make ahead of time is that obviously I've said a million times, I live in Dublin so the costs that I'm giving you are for Dublin the good news with that is that Dublin would be the most expensive place you're going to visit more likely than not so like the costs that I'm giving you it's only going to get cheaper from there more likely than not or it'll be the same but probably definitely cheaper so that again when you're doing your math and stuff if you're going just off of my numbers there is a chance to like actually have some extra spending money at the end because if you just book everything assuming it's going to be Dublin prices and then it is happens to be a bit cheaper then um you have a little extra money and you can buy me a gift to say thank you for all of my help (laughs) okay so food shopping if I'm going to the grocery store today I went I got my groceries I spent about 20 euro today on food I could spend up to 30 euro in a week's time for like a week's worth of food depending on you know what I need. If I'm making something really fancy or extra like that I wouldn't normally make could be up to 40 a week on food. I you know I don't have any dietary requirements really so like I don't need to keep an eye out for gluten-free options or you know vegan options anything like that I can kind of shop anywhere so that's like a good idea of if you came here and wanted to make food in your Airbnb you could expect to spend I'd say 30 euro in a week when you're going out you can expect I'd say like well obviously it depends if you're going to dinner or lunch or breakfast but I'd say food wise going out you can easily spend 20 to 30 on a meal I feel like that's a fair average like 20 to 30 and then drinks on top of that if you're drinking like your pints in Dublin are going to be like five to seven your cocktails will be 10 to 12 but I'd say probably actually more like 12 and then your wine I don't really drink wine but I think like six to eight is probably a good average a good estimate of what like wine would cost I do know that a bottle of Prosecco is going to cost you 30 to 35 euros so 
if that helps. <laughs> and just to say in general, if you're like, oh, I won't drink out. I'll just buy drinks for in my Airbnb. Alcohol is so expensive here. The tax on it is insane. It's so expensive. And if you're coming after, I think starting in January 2022, it's going to it's gonna be even more expensive. It's so expensive. So just heads up. And obviously, like I've said before, I have a drinking episode planned and I do have like a food one planned as well. So there's maybe a bit more advice will come from that. But just uh, drinks, it's very expensive. Um, so yeah, basically 20 to 30 on a like a dinner and then add whatever, however much you think you would drink on top of that. And that's the cost of going out. Yeah. So when it comes, so then, yeah, when it comes to eating out versus making your own food, like that's kind of an idea I guess of what you would spend what you could budget for but I think it depends on what you like out of travel if you're a person who likes to see the sights you like to go to museums do you know walking tours that type of thing then you know you might be happier making more of your meals in in your accommodation for me I think food is probably like the top thing that I enjoy when I travel. Don't get me wrong, I love I love me a good museum, like I love a good walking tour, love to do random things. But I, I'd say that actually food is kind of my number one thing because I love food and I love trying like new foods and stuff. So for me, when I'm planning a trip, I actually will spend less money on accommodation to give me more time for food because I only sleep in my accommodation. I don't hang out in my accommodation. Um, so like I still stay in hostels so for like I, I if I spend more than like 10 a night on accommodation I'm not normally happy because like <laughs> I prefer to just like keep that bit cheap and then have more money also because like I don't have a lot of funds so like that makes a huge difference for me um but yeah like eating out for me that's how for me that's like that's how you get the the like pulse of a place that's how you get the the current kind of like vibes of a place is to go out and eat and not that I always try to like chop people up or anything like that like I actually normally don't do that but I just try to like see what the energy is like what the vibe is like you know try some new foods um try some new restaurants like that get recommended all that kind of thing um and then go from there so I tend to eat out more I might like if I'm at a hostel that does like free breakfast I'll do that and then like I might do a couple of lunches out and a couple of lunches that I'll just buy like a sandwich from a grocery store or something like that and then I'll for dinner almost always like I always go out for dinner so that's kind of that's like how I travel so that's why when I was planning to answer this question I was like oh I don't know because everybody travels different but at least you have an idea of cost so if you're planning a trip you know what you can budget for and then lastly just like a quick quick little PSA about going out and traveling again um if you listened a few episodes back I talked about the vaccine situation and I didn't really get into too much about like the restrictions but just kind of if you are planning a trip in the next few months or like probably even the next like year or so just when you're planning the trip please look up what the restrictions are obviously they can change at any moment but in Ireland right now for example we are outdoor dining only we were supposed to get back indoor dining last week but because of the pace of vaccinations and the concerns over the delta variant spreading like they canceled that and so we don't have a date when indoor dining will come back there's no sports you can't have spectators in in games 
We don't have concerts back yet and we don't have dates for when those can come back. So I know that in the US, like a lot of stuff is just opening up and everything's, you know, restrictions are being lifted kind of all across the board. Just know that like not everywhere is like that. And I'm not trying to sound condescending or anything like that, but working in the restaurant, like there are people that come up like and have come up to me and been like, oh, can we eat inside? And I'm like, no, sorry. Like (laughs) there's, it's outdoor dining only. Like, what are you talking about? They're like, oh, really? I didn't know. So just, just look because it is going to like wherever you're going, there's probably going to be something that's different or just something to be aware of. You know, do you need to pack your masks and all of that? Like just, uh, yeah, just a quick PSA. Like as people are thinking about getting back out and traveling more that it's not quite well not that it's not quite the pandemic's not over so just be mindful of that I suppose as you go back out into literally into the world um so stay tuned for future episodes on like food and drink if you want to hear more about like what I like to eat and drink and how and all of that but yeah halfway there folks thanks for sticking with me so far I will say one of the things I need to actually probably be better about doing in my like outro is If you are enjoying this, if you're like my friends and you are enjoying this, if you can like follow or like subscribe, whatever the platform lets you do, if it lets you rate and leave comments, like I know Apple lets you rate it and leave comments and stuff, that actually helps people find it. If you can share it, if you are like a super big fan, if you can share it to people, that would be super helpful. Like I said, I am enjoying this and I have you know, my structure for season one are these questions. And as I went on and on at the beginning of the episode, like I am trying to keep to that structure, but I do have ideas for future episodes, like future seasons that if this kind of picks up any type of, you know, steam, it would make it easier for me to achieve those and really build it up and, and have a bit more fun with it. So if you can kind of do your bits to help it reach more people, that would be super helpful. I still haven't created an Instagram for it yet. So like I could also probably do my part, but I record this every week. I edit it on my own. Like I'm sourcing guests for you guys. Like, come on, give me a like, give me a follow, whatever. And that's kind of it. So I will chat to you next week. Bye.